Hello and welcome to the Toddcast. Um, it is a slightly snowy morning as I drive to work. Um, with any luck, I won't blow a tire on the way to work. Um, and I say that because the other day, uh, this beat Ohio, I hit a major pothole in, in when I say major pothole, uh, it, it, you know, it's one of those, ah, my car has just been eaten style potholes. Um, and ever since about every two days, my, uh, the little sensor on the, the dashboard that says, um, Hey, your air pressure is not great. You should look into that, uh, lights up, <laughs> um, which I guess, A, I'm not real accustomed to paying a whole lot of attention to. Uh, the car I was driving previous to this had that sensor on constantly. Uh, I believe it's because someone at some point had put fix-a-flat in one of the tires, which if you're not aware, absolutely just destroys that whole system uh, forever. <laughs> um, and that getting those valves and the sensors replaced is more expensive than it's generally worth, in my opinion. Uh, so the entire time I drove that car, it had that little sensor on. So I kind of grew accustomed to just ignoring the shit out of it. Um, and so now that I have, you know, a new fancy car, um, I, you know, it, what that the system actually works. Um, um, I'm not used to paying attention to that light, so it was on for like a day or two before I was like, oh crap, that thing actually means something in this vehicle. Um, and so went to, to investigate the situation. Uh, and the, the recommended air pressure for the tires is like 36 PSI. Um, when I, you know, hooked it up to the thing to, to check the levels and, and inflate it, it was at 16, uh, which was kind of horrifying. Um, and so I, you know, pumped them all up, um, and wasn't real sure if it was because of the pothole or because, you know, Ohio does that thing this time of year where, you know, oh, it's, you know, negative whatever degrees, and then two days later, it'll be, you know, 30-something, and then a couple days later, it will, you know, get up to in the 50s, and then that evening, it'll drop down to 29, um, which, you know, plays hell with your, your air pressure, um, wasn't sure which of those things it was, so, you know, pumped it all up, went about mm, two days, and last night, the little, little light came back on, and being more attuned and aware and paying attention to it, uh, pulled over to do the thing, and sure enough, the tire that was eaten by the pothole was down to 26, so, um, light's not currently on, uh, we're crossing our fingers and hoping that things hold steady, uh, I feel like this weekend I've got a, a tire replacement mission probably coming my way, um, but that's not why we're here today. Um, I'm here to talk about the draft. Just kidding. That's an Alice's Restaurant uh, reference. That uh, if you're familiar with Arlo Guthrie's Alice's Restaurant Massacre, um, you, you you might get that and appreciate it. And I hope that you do. Um, if you're not familiar, um, run, do not walk to wherever it is that you acquire your music um, and get Arlo Guthrie's. Uh, Alice's Restaurant Massacre, um, is an excellent long-form song that is, uh, 
delightful in its telling. Um, it is one of the few uh, songs that I consider, I consider it a holiday song. I consider it a, a Thanksgiving song. Um, much in the way that I consider Die Hard to be a Christmas movie. Um, you know, there, there, there's some controversy uh, around that. Um, people seem to get upset that people consider Die Hard a, uh, a Christmas movie just because it's set at Christmas. There's not really anything real Christmassy themed to it, other than you know it, it takes place at you know a holiday Christmas party uh, for the uh, the Nakatomi Corporation there. Um, but to me, that counts, um, and I, I I enjoy it as a as a uh, Christmas movie. Uh, in that same line. Uh, Alice's Restaurant uh, is a Thanksgiving movie because, or is a Thanksgiving song, because um, the whole first portion of the song is is directly related to you know Thanksgiving, having a Thanksgiving dinner that couldn't be beat. So uh, it's it's a delightful tale. Uh, it's a, it's a good song. Uh, you sh you should check it out. Um, yeah. Um, that's really not at all what I was planning to talk about today either, but, you know, I'm all about the quick sidetracks and diversions and, and just rambling about whatever happens to be on my brain, so you're welcome, I suppose, is, is how we'll go with that. Um, next item up for whateverness, um, I suppose that uh, when I got in the car, I was kind of thinking that I would talk about uh, television and media and recommendations thereof, etc. So I, I suppose that's the route we'll go. Um, let's see here. Uh, we'll get, we'll get, we'll get the biographical nonsense out of the way first. Um, in that, uh, you know, I like, I like TV. I, I enjoy that, you know, we, we have the, the technology that allows us to, to see moving pictures with sound, uh, in our homes. Um, it's not my favorite thing, um, it's not a thing that I would necessarily consider a hobby. Um, I know there are a lot of folks that just, that is their routine. They, you know, wake up, go to work, come home, eat some food, watch some TV, and end of story. Um, and for you, if that works for you, that's fine. You know, everyone should, should relax and enjoy life, uh, and the, the style best accustomed to them. Um, that's generally not been my situation. Um, growing up, um, there was a point where we had a TV in, uh, every room of the house with the exception of the bathrooms, uh, I think, um, dad was a, uh, a TV VCR repairman, um, in a, in a, in a, uh, sort of side hustle capacity, um, you know, he worked various places, but, you know, his, his background was in electronics, um, and as I understand it, he kind of taught himself how to do TV VCR repair, like, what he actually had for his job in electronics was, um, like, coal mining communications gear, if, if memory serves, I was very young when he had that job, but that, that's, that's what I believe that boiled down to, um, you know, a little later, uh, he got a job working at, uh, one of the local video stores, um, and like I said, as far as I'm aware, kind of taught himself how to, you know, apply his current knowledge set to, um, repairing televisions, uh, VCRs and, and the like. Um, 
and this is back in the day when TVs were, were, were pretty big things, had a lot of tubes in them, uh, actual vacuum tubes, um, as opposed to, you know, chips and whatnot. Um, so, it's interesting to, you know, look in the back of a television that still uses that technology and all the little, little I mean, they're, they're literal glass tubes and electronics in them. Um, it's good times. Anywho, um, because he sort of had that as his, his sort of side hustle, um, and due to, you know, the, the, the economy at the time, the cost of televisions, etc., um, you know, there were plenty of times where, you know, somebody was like, hey, my TV's not working, can you have a look at it? Um, you know, and, and he, he got, sure, bring it around, we'll, we'll, we'll have a look. Um, but, you know, there, there are plenty of times, I would imagine most of the times, you know, he'd look into it and find out, oh, you know, okay, this tube is bad, I replaced this tube, whatever, and here, you know, here's the cost of the tube plus a little something for my time. People are like, okay, cool, here you go, thank you, and it saved him, saved him a bunch of money from going to the actual TV VCR folks, because um, they, you know, they had the rates they charged, and Dad was willing to be a little more, um, relaxed about it, you know, kind of give friend rates, so to speak, uh, but there were points in time where, you know, you'd be like, yeah, you, here's the thing, it's gonna, you know, take me a lot longer to get this sorted out, or, you know, this part needs fixed, and it's gonna cost, you know, this much, and, and, you know, in that situation, people would look at him and say, okay, well, you know, for, I could spend X money for you to fix this one, or I can spend X plus not a whole heck of a lot more and just get a new TV. Um, I think I'm going to go that route. Um, and oftentimes, they would kind of look at him like, okay, can you, you know, can you just dispose of this for me? <laughs> sort of a thing. Um, as opposed to them having to, you know, get the big, heavy, giant TV, uh, you know, back into their possession for them to dispose of for themselves. Um, and oftentimes you'd be like, yeah, sure, no problem. Um, and sometimes there were cases where, you know, um, it fell into that weird area to where it was more than that person was willing to spend, um, cause they just soon get a new TV, but it wasn't so much money for the part that dad didn't want to just, well, crap, I can get the part and I'm, you know. I'm doing it for myself. I'm not, you know, charging myself, you know, the, uh, the, you know, the time and energy to do it. You know, I'm not going to, you know, charge money for that. So, the, you know, the labor is free, so to speak. Um, and he'd just get the part and fix the thing. Um, and the, the family ended up with another television. Um, so yeah, uh, kind of mentally reviewing the layout, um, you know, of, of the, the house where I spent most of my, you know, teen years. Um, the front room had a TV, one of the big, you know, floor-based console units. Um, the middle room uh, had had similar deal. Uh, there was a smaller portable uh, TV in the, the dining room, kitchen area. Um, there was one in my room, there was one in my sister's room. And there was one in my parents' bedroom. Like I said, I think that, yeah, that accounts for everywhere but the bathrooms. Um, 
I was going to say we didn't have any in the basement, but I can't swear to that. We didn't have any up and operational in the basement because our basement was, you know, unfinished. It was not a place you went to go hang out. It was a place to store things and or do laundry. Um, but I'm pretty sure there was probably a TV or two down there uh, in storage. Um, so I think that, that holds up. Um, that said, uh, for there being TVs all over the dang place, I really didn't watch that much TV as a youngster. Um, you know, in my super young years, um, you know, prior to going to, uh, you know, kindergarten and so forth, um, I did watch the hell out of some, some PBS. Um, I would say thanks to, uh, Sesame Street, which I want to say I watched like literally three times a day at one stage. Um, and Mr. Rogers neighborhood and, uh, believe the program was the electric company um that's probably the reason I knew how to read before I went into went into kindergarten um and it was good stuff you know um I think at that point in time I think we only had like two televisions in the house um one in the living room and I think we had a little portable deal a little, little rolling cart uh, in the kitchen um and, you know, watched, watched a lot of the, uh, the, the sitcoms of the day, um, you know, and, and 80 shows, <laughs> I, I, I can't really think of a good, better way to put it, you know, I watched the hell out of some MacGyver and some A-Team, um, you know, we, we watched Cheers and such, uh, I remember, um, as a young person after we'd go to bed, um, the folks would watch what I consider to be late night, um, soap operas, you know, Dallas and, uh, uh, Knott's Landing, that kind of crap. Um, but not, not glued to the set, um, like some folks, um, can sometimes do. Um, and then, you know, growing up, you know, I, I was more concerned, generally speaking, with, you know, running around and playing outside or, or playing with my action figures or my Legos or whatever in front of the television. Um, I'd say if I, the, I'd, say, I'd say I probably spent more screen time as a youngster watching movies on, on VHS than I probably did um, watching television programs per se. Um, and then when I get you know got to the teen years, you know we had cable at that point, um, and like I said, we had TVs all over the place. But, um, a combination of not being home often, because I just wanted to not be at home anymore than I had to, um, and, or would rather be in my room reading or drawing or listening to music or whatever, um, and also the, well, if I'm down here watching television, I'm, you know, down here amongst all the rest of my family and as an angsty teen, um, I just wasn't in, really in the mood for all that most of the time, so I kind of didn't watch a whole lot of television. Um, I guess the other thing is, is that, you know, the, the, the three TVs that actually, well, we had four TVs in the house that got cable. Um, the one in my bedroom did not. Um, it existed largely to pull, you know, local, you know, broadcast television off the rabbit ears. Um, which didn't often contain much I was interested in. 
uh, and or to plug various, you know, game systems into, um, so that I could play those in my room. Um, but the, the, the TVs that actually had cable, uh, where you could find something you might actually want to watch, uh, one was in my parents' room, which we were not allowed to just hang in, um, and then the kitchen, which is normally where mom was doing stuff, um, or the front room and the middle room. Um, and the way those TVs were positioned in those rooms, it, they kind of shared a wall. Um, one was on in one room on, you know, the wall, and then if you, on the other side of that wall was the other television, you know, servicing the, the living room. Um, and so, you know, it often got into, you know, warlike situations to where, you know, I'm in one room trying to watch my thing. Um, one of the sisters is in the other room trying to watch their thing. Um, and, you know, and there's the slow escalation of the volume control on both sides. Because I can hear yours, but I can't hear mine, so I'm going to turn mine up. And then they can hear yours and not theirs, so they turn theirs up. And it just ended in, you know, arguments and fights. And more often than not, I was not that terribly interested in all that. Um, didn't watch any TV in, in, while I was while I was off at college. Um, I had a TV, took the TV with. Um, didn't spring for cable, um, and there was almost nothing uh, available on the, the airwaves uh, to watch. Um, had a VCR, and we made use of that, but actual television was not much of a thing. Um, I'm trying to think if we ever had a TV. In, when I was in the Navy, um, you know what? When we were deployed to Okinawa, there was there was a TV. Uh, I can't remember if it was in the barracks or if we just went and bought one. But that that barracks actually had cable, uh, was wired for cable. Um, I can't remember what year it is. Uh, it was Eric could probably tell me uh, because it was the year that South Park released on Comedy Central, um, and we I remember I distinctly remember watching all of those. Um, while we were in Okinawa, um, good stuff, good, good stuff. Uh, I've, I've, I'm, you know, I saw the first few seasons of that and, and enjoyed it thoroughly, and then just haven't gotten around to seeing much of the rest of them. That show's been on for a very long time now. It occurs to me because that would have been in you know the the late nineties. Um, anywho, I, I digress. Um, So I guess at this point, um, I feel like I'm, I'm petering out on that conversation and, and it's not super exciting. So we'll, we'll, we'll get on to, you know, Todd's recommendations for, for, for televised media, um, for those that are listening and, and may or may not give a hoot. Um, like I said, South Park was good stuff. I enjoyed it. Uh, not to everyone's taste, uh, I understand and can appreciate, um, but, but definitely a thing I enjoyed it, that sort of, you know. Um, off-center humor is, is kind of a thing I enjoy, uh, along a similar line, um, things that you will, you know, no doubt have to pick up on DVD, um, or something at this point, because I'm not sure if they're streaming anywhere. Uh, if you ever get a chance to watch, uh, MTV's The State, uh, it is sketch comedy, um, by some hilariously brilliant people, um, whose names I'm not going to rattle off because there, there, there are quite a few of them, all of whom are talented, some of the names I remember, and a lot of the names I just don't, and it doesn't seem fair uh, to, to go name-dropping some without the others. 
Um, but definitely check it out. Um, it was very, very good shenanigans there. Uh, the other sort of all-time, one of the all-time favorite sort of sketch comedy uh, type situations was Mr. Show with Bob and David. Uh, Bob Odenkirk and David Cross. Uh, that shit is hilarious. Um, it was extra funny at the time when I enjoyed it. Um, as I had, uh, shall we say, some some uh, recreational um, fun times uh, that were consumed often whilst watching, uh, which which made it fun. Um, but I'll also say that I've watched, you know, a lot of those, you know, Stone Cold Sober, um, and still very, very good, very funny, high-quality stuff, in my opinion. Um, I've never been a very big sitcom kind of guy. Um, I've watched plenty of sitcoms, and I don't hate sitcoms. Um, but if I were going to rattle off favorite genres of television, I don't know that sitcom would necessarily be one. Um... Like I said, there there's some that I enjoy. Um, you know, um, shoot, I'm just we're just going brain dead here. I I apologize. Um, um, I like shows that are funny, but not necessarily. I don't know. Like let's like for example, Friends. Uh, I did not watch any Friends when it was actually on the air. Um, I watched it all, you know, the entire, you know, series now, you know, on streaming shenanigans, um, because, um, Abby and or the girls were wa were wanting to watch it, and I'm like, okay, we'll, we'll check this out. And it's enjoyable. It's funny. Um. I, you know, it's, you know, there are portions of it that are relatable, um, there are portions of it that are hilarious, um, it just wasn't a thing I was into at the time when it was out and about, um, when it was actually, you know, live on the air, uh, but looking back, it was good stuff, I, I, I enjoyed Friends, um, what else is another, uh, sort of sitcom that I, oh, Seinfeld, I, I, I had seen the occasional Seinfeld episode, you know, when it was on the air, um, but again, wasn't I, I wasn't a you know religious television viewer in any case, um, but just wasn't. Like it was fine. Um, I've since gone. We've since gone through and watched uh, all of those. Excellent, humorous, funny, good stuff. Uh, highly recommended. Again, the, it's kind of hard for me to recommend things that have been around for this long, and I'm fairly certain most people have already like watched the entire series multiple times. Um, but I'm going to do it anyway, just in case there's some other, you know, weirdo like me who hasn't seen these things. Because, frankly, a lot of these recommendations are things where I showed up late to the game. Um, it's kind of like me trying to tell people how awesome the Beatles are. Like, y'all knew this. Just because I didn't, you know, expose myself to their discography until, you know, a couple of years ago doesn't mean the rest of the world doesn't know they're awesome. Same, same thing applies for a lot of this stuff. Um, for example... Uh, the Sopranos was freaking fantastic. Um, well worth a rewatch. Um, and I think holds up fairly well. Um, considering, you know, when it was put out, um, you know, it, 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 it holds up pretty well. Um, Breaking Bad was another one that, you know, while it was out, everyone was losing their minds and talking about, oh man, you got to see this. This is great. You know, it was the, the must see TV 
uh, the talk of the water cooler, etc., etc. I didn't watch a single episode until the whole series was finished. Um, and then Abby and I just binged the hell out of that because that's that's some good stuff. Uh, Same's for Son of Sons of Anarchy. That was good, 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 good programming there. Um, Lost plays an interesting role in the in the television uh, chatter of my my nonsense. In that, uh, again, I did not watch that when it first came out. Um, there was a point when I was in when I was living in Florida, um, pre-divorce, where one of our clients well, did watch Lost and was all about it and was shocked and appalled that we didn't watch it. Watch it, um, and like handed us see the season one DVDs and was like, no, you need to watch this. Um, you know, give these back to me. You need to watch this. You need to catch up. Um, <coughs> pardon me. And we watched the first couple of discs, you know, so the first like four or five episodes of it. And it was interesting. It was definitely different. Um, but we just weren't, you know, TV people sounds condescending, but it's, that's just the reality, like, most times we'd get home from work, wash up, eat up, and then play Magic the Gathering, or paint minis, or whatever, like, just parking in front of the television really wasn't, uh, the, the thing that we did, um, so I'd seen the first few bits, um, and then kind of, you know, dropped out of it, um, and when I came back to Columbus, uh, the program was still on, I can't remember if it was its last season or next to last season, but a lot of the folks I was, I, you know, folks I lived with, the folks I hung around were, were very much into it, and they'd, you know, have parties, you know, viewing parties, where they'd go to so-and-so's house, and, you know, armed with the seven-layer dip, and let's watch some whatever, whatever, from Lost. Um, then I'm like, yeah, I'm, I don't know, I, I'm, thank you, I appreciate the invitation for, you know, social activity and fun times, but I have not watched this program except for maybe the first four episodes, and it's, you know, I will be, I will be lost, ha, <laughs> um, and then, I, I can't remember if it was the same season, and just, at this point, Abby and I had gotten together, or if it was, you know, a year had passed, and Abby and I were together, and she was a person who watched Lost, um, and so we, you know, I watched, like, the first four episodes of Lost, and then I watched, like, the last six or seven of them in the series. Because um, I just want to hang out with her, you know. I would sit down there and futz around on my laptop or play around on my phone or whatever. Like, I can't, I don't know what the heck is going on in this program. But I can hang out and chat with Abby on the commercials and do my own thing. Sure. Um, and, you know, that that series really pissed her off. Um, pissed a lot of people off. Um in ways that I just couldn't understand because I hadn't been following it, um, you know, at the time. I just remember that, you know, there, after they aired that final episode, you know, um, it went from being called Lost to, to the show that shall not be named. Um, and I guess a lot of that kind of comes down to some of the hype and, and stuff that went along with it when it was live and on the air. Uh, cause it was another one of those, those shows that, I mean, I never watched it, but I was, you know, conscious enough and part of society to know that, you know, the day after an, an episode aired, 
people were talking about, oh, this crazy thing, and what does this mean, and, you know, trying to unravel the mysteries, and there were, you know, websites, and chat groups, and stuff, people trying to figure out what was what, and, you know, it was in, in the, the magazines and the newspapers and whatnot, it was a big, it was a big to-do, um, a big to-do that I largely ignored, but I know that it was a big to-do, um, and I guess everybody was largely pissed because, you know, a year or so prior, they kind of, you know, folks had asked the writers, hey, is this where this is going? Is this the direction? Is this how this is going to end? And they all flatly said, absolutely not. That is not the thing. It will be a different thing. Um, we're not going to tell you what it is, but it's definitely not that thing. And then when it's all said and done, it was exactly that thing. And that pissed a lot of folks off. Uh, like I said, I wasn't pissed because I hadn't built the expectations I didn't feel particularly lied to. Uh, I didn't care at the time. Um, but that, that was, that was you know, not a happy thing for, for her and a lot of other people. Uh, that said, a few years passed and apparently some, heals, some wounds healed. Um, and I'm like, you know, how would you feel about actually watching that? I saw the first few. I saw the last few kind of missed everything in between. I'm told that, you know, outside of it, you know, being a disappointing lie there at the end, uh, it was a good show. What do you think? She's like, sure, well, well, we can do that. Um, and we did, and I watched it, and I thought it was good. Um, and again, the ending was not necessarily my favorite, but I don't know really what else they could have done. Um, so it didn't really bother me. I can imagine that had I been told that it was not going to end that way, and then it did, that I also would have been pissed, um, but in the end, it, you know, whatever, it's all good, um, it's funny, because I think it was just like a week or two ago, uh, Abby and I were flipping through the, the Netflix or the Hulu to try and see, you know, what do we want to, what do we want to, you know, look at, um, and, you know, Lost was one of the options, and, I forget what, or what, how it came about, or what we were talking about watching Lost, and, and Abby had apparently completely purged it from her memory that she and I had rewatched it. Um, so I'm like, I'm like, so you, you know, I think I said something like, watching that through twice is probably enough, right? And she's like, what do you mean twice? I'm like, well, you watched it while it was on the air, right? And she's like, well, yeah. I'm like, well, and then you and I watched it. And she's like, no, we didn't. I'm like, well, I only saw the first and last few episodes of the whole series. And I know that I've seen all of it. I didn't do that by myself. You know, yeah, she'd apparently just completely repressed the, the idea that she'd rewatched that film uh, or that, that series. Um, what else do we got? I'm getting, getting close to the, to the office here. Uh, speak. The Office is, is good stuff. I've not seen all of The Office. Um, I've seen the occasional episode. If I, you know, go in the the basement slash TV room um, where Abby and the girls are watching it, I'll, I'll, I'll join them for an episode or two, but I've never actually watched that start to end, um, which is fine. I'm not sure I'm missing anything there by doing that, uh, but the episodes I've seen are good. And I guess I should specify the American version of The Office. Uh, I've not seen the British version that, you know, inspired the American version. Um, but that's good. Um, Parks and Recreation, on the other hand, uh, I feel like I've watched that whole series through at least twice. Um, and occasionally, uh, little spot checks, you know, an episode here or there. Um, 
there's a thing Abby and I do. Um, typically, when we've ordered food in, or you know, gotten you know, gotten food from a restaurant and brought it back home, um, where if we feel like you know sitting on the couch and eating, um, we'll put on just some te- something to watch, but not like something serious or what you know the current you know series or drama or whatever we're watching. Just like a quick, some sort of quick half hour you know sitcom type deal, um, comes in small doses, not, you know, I've paid too much attention, you can eat when you're done eating, the episode ends, and we can, you know, move on with, with our day to do other things, or come back and watch, you know, quote, real TV, and normally those little, you know, filler mealtime shows are, you know, sitcoms, um, that we've either already watched through, and we're just kind of re-watching random episodes just to, for light entertainment purposes, um, or a sitcom where we're watching through, you know, as a series, whatever. Um, and Parks and Rec is, is one that if we can't quickly come to a decision of what, you know, quick, quick show to watch, uh, we'll often land on Parks and Rec because it's, it's hilarious, good stuff put out by incredibly talented people. Um, and it makes me sad that it's gone, but it ended, you know, it did its thing. It, it ran well. Um, I, I don't lament it having ended, um. I just wish there were more, if that makes sense. Um, you know, there's, there's, there's a tendency for, you know, sometimes things stick around longer than they maybe should. Um, you know, that to say that they're past their prime seems extra rude, but they're, you know, they're sometimes, you know, television shows or musical groups or singers or, or folks. It's like, you know what? You, you had a, you, you came out strong. You, you did fantastically. Um, you, you, you put out a great body of work. Um, but things are maybe not going as well for you now as they used to. You know, the, the, the quality isn't there. You know, it's no longer new and exciting. You know, maybe we should just, you know, let this go. Um, so we can remember it and the awesomeness that it was. And not, you just continue to, you know, drag this thing on forever and potentially ruin it. Um, and so I'm kind of okay when things come to an end. A la, for example, you know, Parks and Rec. I feel like they wrap that up quite nicely. Um, I guess counterexample to illustrate, you know, what I'm thinking of. Um, at the risk of pissing somebody off, but, you know, there, there's always that risk. Um, I enjoyed uh, the first few albums and the musical stylings of Aerosmith from, from back in the day. Um, and they kept on putting out music, um, um, you know, up until the time when I was a teen and, you know, kind of beyond. Um, and it's one of those things to where, you know, their older stuff is good stuff and I, I enjoy it and it rocks. Um, and you get up to the point to where I don't remember. I'm not a super fan, obviously. Um, but whatever album Love in an Elevator was on, okay, that one, um, it was pretty good up to that point, um, and then at or around that time frame, you know, it, it was all right, I mean, it's not like they immediately started sucking, but it wasn't as good, it wasn't the same kind of thing as they had back in the day, um, and they've continued to put out stuff that continues along the path of what to what I consider mediocrity. I mean, others enjoy it, and good on them, but not not my idea of of good stuff. 
and um, <coughs> I just assumed they had stopped so that, you know, their, their brand wasn't diluted for me, so to speak. Um, anyway, um, so watch the heck out of some Parks and Rec is, is the point. Go, go check that out if you haven't. Um, I'm not real sure what category to put this into. Um, and this is actually the show that I was thinking of this morning that got this whole ball of nonsense started. And that is Psych. Um, it was on the USA Network. Um, if you're not familiar with it, um, you absolutely should. Um, it, the, the, the quick synopsis is that it's a dude who's, who's extremely observant, um, but pretends to be a psychic, uh, and helps the police department solve crimes. Um, so it's, it's kind of a detective drama show, but it's also hilarious. Like, it's not like a sitcom, but it's not really a drama. It's, it's a, it's in between there. Um, and it's fantastic. Um, there are, you know, several seasons out there, um, watch them all, um, because it's one of those shows that is, um, on an episode by episode level is interesting, um, you know, it's, it's a, you know, like I said, sort of detective show, uh, with some comedic elements, um, that keeps you interested, you know, throughout the thing, um, season to season there, you know, there, there's an overall arc of things and character development that happens, um, to keep things interesting, um, you know, and keep, keep the folks moving forward. Uh, like I said, it's very funny. Um, like I said, I, I don't know that I'd necessarily call it a comedy, but it's, it's, it's definitely funny stuff, uh, and, and great acting. And it's one of those combinations of good, good acting, good writing, good content, um, good character development to where you actually care about the people, even though they're, you know, just fake people on, on you know, to, on a, on a, you know, made up story. Um, for me to say that there were points in that program that I got a little teary, you know, it's not like I was openly weeping or whatever, but it, it, to me, it says something when you make a show that, um, when there is a, you know, uh, a sequence or a, a scene or something that, um, has some moving, uh, that's able to move you, uh, to make you, you know, get a little emotional. Um, and that to me says something for, you know, the writers and the, the folks you executed on that plan. Um, but thoroughly entertaining. Um, it is another one that, you know, it, it, it ran its full, full course of multiple seasons. Uh, they wrapped it up well. Uh, they came back and did a, a quick movie, which I think was good. Um, you know, it's one of those things to where enough time has passed. I'm not sure that it would make sense for them to try and bring back the series. Uh, but if they were to get together every now and again and put out a couple of, you know, two hour TV movie type things, uh, where they get the gang back together, I, I could get behind that. Um, that's, that's, that's pretty solid stuff. Um, on the same vein, well, this is definitely a, a comedy. Um, How I Met Your Mother. Couldn't recommend that highly enough. Um, again, hilarious, good quality stuff. Uh, that again, you, you, you kind of get to know and love the characters over, over time. And when, uh, there are key moments that I won't spoil, 
Um, but things that have some emotional impact, it's kind of hard to, to, to keep your act together. Um, at least for me, um, which again is to me is pretty powerful for a sitcom, uh, to get people to the point of, you know, having that kind of emotional response, um, that isn't just laughing. Um, so I appear to be in some sort of traffic situation, um, as I'm on the highway and haven't moved an inch in quite a bit. Um, Thankfully, there's a giant SUV in front of me that I can't see around to know exactly what the dysfunction is. Um, and because I'm in an off-ramp type scenario, um, uh, the, all the cars to my left are whizzing by so quickly I can't really um, get out to see what's going on or try and bypass this. I mean, at this point, I gotta hope that the exit is open. Um, but now people are kind of double parking in the exit lane in their trucks and it's getting kind of dicey. So I am going to go ahead and sign off now. Um, and not necessarily give this a proper, you know, end to the episode. Maybe we'll revisit television again. Maybe we'll leave this alone, but, uh, safety first. I'm signing off. Thanks for joining me. I hope y'all have a good one. And that's it.